only promote the truth. Hey, welcome everyone. Promote the truth coming to you. And our purpose here is to give you some consistent discipleship. We're going to call these series Scripture Talk, to where we'll try to come in most days. Uh, it's going to be sporadic times in the beginning until we get things more stabilized as far as coming off of the True Scriptures Project. We put most of our energy right now into translation, but we felt along the way because coming out of these translations, Guess what's coming out? It's a lot of insights that we can document fresh. So we'll have the word and then we'll be able to bounce back and look at a lot of these, these videos. That's why I love, you know, these online platforms like YouTube, like Facebook, right? Like Instagram, TikTok, a lot of these different platforms that we'll be putting these videos out to. What we love is that this becomes evergreen. Evergreen means it's consistently, or I should say it's always there. And so people over the years, we got videos we put up years ago that we get comments on to this day as if somebody saw it for the first time. So with this, with us doing the True Scripture Project, it's going to be awesome because as we're coming out of translations, while we're in it, guess what? We always get inspirations going, man, that's incredible. Wow, look at how these words are coming to life and we can present those words out and teach people. Now with this series called Scripture Talk, We'll have different subjects that will come up. Like today is New Moon Day. Happy New Moon Day to everybody. So as you're coming on, wish everyone a happy New Moon Day. And we're going to get into the real calendar. I don't even know if I get into this enough, but I'm going to get into it more so we can get everybody congruent around the globe. There's all kind of viewpoints on this. Now, we've studied this forever. I'm just relatively sane. But real hardcore since 2008. So what does that give us? It gives us about 15 years, right? So about a year after we found Yahoo, we started really dialing in on the calendar. So let me get everything set up here. I want to get everything set up to where I'm able to get in the trenches with you guys. Maybe you want to get a notepad because I'll be covering quite a bit of stuff here. But you should have a lot more clear clarity when I'm done <clears throat> today. Now, I'm going to try to keep these sessions best I can, around 30 minutes. Try not to go over 40 minutes in these scripture talk sessions. So when you see scripture talk, you really know that that's going to be trying to be like a jammed in, lot of information session. So I uh, want to send you out a big shout out to everybody. As you come in, it's always good to drop your name in. Hey, where are you coming in from? People love to see that. Give us a shout out. Hit that subscribe button if you're on our, on our YouTube, that follow up if you're on, on our other channels, uh, which would be like Facebook, TikTok, you know, Instagram. Make sure that you're engaged. Now, on YouTube, where we drop a lot of content, you want to put that bell, <clears throat> that notification bell. There's a little bell you'll see there by, over, by when you're subscribing, and you can put that on always. So when I go live, bam, you'll get the notifications because we don't have set times right now because most of our time it's focused on doing the translation project. So happy new moon day. Let me get a drink. <clears throat> I got a drink of water. Give me a little bit of coffee. 
and then we go in. Now, <clears throat> what's the purpose of New Moon Day? What's the purpose of New Moon Day? New Moon Day establishes the calendar. Anybody that tells you that New Moon Day doesn't establish the calendar doesn't have a proper understanding of Scripture, and I can prove that beyond a shadow of a doubt. I've been involved in Scripture studies for over 30 years. I'm now what you would call a rogue scholar, and I can confidently say that because I've been able to really discern. I put that time, effort, and energy in to really understand what I'm saying to you and why I'm saying it to you. So we want to do a lot of discipleship here on these scripture talks, teaching people in the ways of Yahuwah without any confusion. So let's talk about uh, this important day today. So we actually did some posts on all of our different social media today about New Moon Day. So why is it significant, this New Moon Day? Because it is the start of a new real calendar month. In this case, Happy New Moon Day today <clears throat> is the real ninth month on the calendar of Yahuwah. So it's the real ninth month. Now we know that this has got to be big time clues for you. We know here's a big time clue because on the Gregorian calendar, what do they call this month on the Gregorian calendar? They call it November. So Nove, Latin, right, is you're talking about, or you know all of you that understand uh, Spanish, what you got, Ocho, Nueve, so it stands for nine. But on the Gregorian calendar, they call it 11. Pick that up. So the lie is even right there in front of our faces in the Gregorian calendar. Why do they call it November, which stands for the, for the ninth month, and then label it as the 11th month? There's deception. <clears throat> so on the real calendar, we're dealing with the real ninth month. So the new moon and the word moon, right? Look what's in it. Month used to really be called a month, a moon. So you've got a real new month or month that's starting now based on the calendar of Yahuwah since when? Since creation. <clears throat> Y'all bear with me. I've been talking so much during our telethon, so bear with me. Send some prayers to my throat, by the way. Now, what you need to do is understand that Yahuwah established the sun and the moon specifically for timekeeping and more, but really heavy laid in on timekeeping. You need to just simply go look at Bereshit, that sign name Genesis 1, 14 through 18, which I'm going to do now. So I'm going to go over here to Bereshit, right? Chapter 1. Matter of fact, I'm going to grab my true scriptures for that. Ha, ha, ha. We can grab the true scriptures, fam because that's already been translated. So if I go over and grab the truth scriptures and I go to chapter one, I start at 14. Ba, 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 there we go. That's Shemut. I'm going back. Let me get all the way back. It's 50 chapters in Baron Sheet. So I'm scrolling back as fast as possible. Again, welcome as you're coming on. Give us your name, where you're coming in from. Send us a shout out. Throw us a happy new moon day in the chat. All that good stuff counts towards the energy of building up the body. 
the kahal, the called out ones. Okay, verse 14, Bereshit, that's Genesis chapter 1, verse 14. And Elua said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to divide the day from the night. And let these lights be for signs and for appointed times and for days and years. Can't be more obvious than that. So anyone that says that the sun and the moon is not attached to calendar keeping, what in the world establishes it then? So if the sun and the moon, which Yahuwah says these these lights, these two, what are the two great lights, fam? What are the two great lights in the heavens? What are those two great lights? It's the sun and the moon. And what does it say in verse 15? And let them be, these two great lights, right? And let them be, sorry, verse 15, I'm going, I'm sorry. 16, excuse me, fam. And Alua made the two great lights. I'm, I'm, I'm going back and forth here because I'm so excited about this. Let's slow it down. Let's go back to 14. That's the best way to do this because we're so fired up. I'm fired up anyway. I don't know if you are. And Alua said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to divide what? The day from the night. What's that talking about? Day from the night, we're talking about time. And let these lights be for signs. And this says something critical next. And for appointed times. And in Uruqua, that's Leviticus chapter 23, what is listed there? The appointed times of Yahuwah. The appointed times of Yahuwah are listed in Uruqua 23. They're right there. But he goes on and he says, and for appointed times and for days, and years. That's calendation. That's exactly what that is. So how are we going to argue with Yahuwah? So if you see anybody that says, no, anybody that utilizes the moon and the sun for keeping time, oh, they're crazy, or oh, no, no. they try to make up all kind of jokes and stuff about it. I'm like, what are you joking about? You got to stop. You got to go look at the scripture, and then you should probably reach out and go, okay, I'm going to say to you that Yahuwah's lying here, when he said he created these lights for appointed times and for days and for nights, that's calendation. We know that. Okay. Now watch what he says here next, right? And let, and let, and let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. So they're also designed to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And in verse 16, and Alua, I got this too small. That's why y'all see me squinting. I got a lot going on over here. All right, I'm going to make it bigger. All right, here we go. And Alua made the two great lights. The greater light was called the sun. So now it's Yahuwah has identified what these lights are. So now people could be saying, well, he could have been talking about something else. No, he said the greater light he called the sun to rule the day. This is so clear when you stop and you break it down to what 
is a day. Good to see you, hey yo. Zahio Baker from Jamaica. Good to see you. What makes up a day? Well, Yahuwah said that the greater light, the sun, was to rule over the day. That is so simple. Is that is that like complicated to y'all? That's not complicated to me. Right? He said he's got the greater light called the sun to rule over the day, and the lesser light was called the moon to rule the night and the stars. So the lesser light, the moon, it rules the night and the stars. Is there anything complicated about that? I don't think so at all. Matter of fact, it's just not. This is so simple. Verse 17. And Alua set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. 18. He then reestablishes and to rule over the day and over the night. He's hammering calendation here. Yahuwah is saying, let no man or woman deceive you. This is how you keep time. That's what he's saying here. Because he's telling us it's to rule over the day and over the night. And then he goes on and says this. Pay attention, because this deals with the Shabbat. And to, watch this. And to divide the light from the darkness. And Alua saw that it was good. All right. He says, let it rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. There is something called a day and there is something called a night. A night is not a day and a day is not a night. That is crystal clear. Matthew, good to see you. Good to see you. Yvette, good to see you. Emily, good to see you. So I'm doing some serious scripture talk here, and I'm taking it straight out of the true scripture because it's already been translated. We've already got Bereshit and, and Shamu and most of Uruqua done. And now we're all getting all into Matit Yahoo. Y'all know about it. We've been talking about it. For those of you that haven't, go back and look at the other videos. Now watch. That's why Happy New Moon Day is so important because it tells you how to keep time. Now, if you don't keep time based upon how Yahuwah set this, then you are being disobedient. There's no way around it. Because it's not as if you can't utilize your brain to go, okay, let me read the scripture. Like when you read that, you should literally go, hold on, slow down. So I'm going to go back and read 14 through 18 again. So we all can't have any excuse on not how to keep time right. We go right back. Here we go. 14, and Alua said, let there be lights in the expanses, in the expanse of the heavens to divide the day from the night. He wants us to divide the day from the night. Crystal clear. And let these lights be for signs and for appointed times and for days and for years. We can't confuse that. Can't confuse it. He said, let the lights be the ones that do this. Not some man scripted out on a piece of paper or went over to some scientist or went over to NASA or whoever. Not them. No. Yahuwah is the Alua. 
He's the mighty one. He's the creator of all. He makes up the rules. He makes up the calendar. He would have never wrote this in here if he didn't want us to pay attention to it. How many of y'all agree? Put it in the chat. Jefferson, good to see you, man. Thank you. Good to see you. Appreciate you and love you. Listen, and I'm telling you, it's hardly anybody I know on earth. I've been doing this 30 years. I've been following Yahuwah since 2007. I found out about the real calendar in 2008. And still I had to go plug and dig and dig and dig. You want to know why? There's so much confusion that's been put out through writings. And so now it's all becoming crystal clear. We got to stop relying on bad translations. That's the problem, including me. For years, I'm picking up and I'm having to translate the translations over and over like all of you. I'm trying to work through the King James and the new King James. And then finally, I got the scriptures. And then finally, I got, you know, the separate. And then I got the BYMV. And then I got the Hallelujah scriptures. I got all of them. And as I was going through them, I'm like, man, well, at least these that removed all the pagan names are better, got a lot better philosophy in it, but I still kept seeing holes in it. And some of the people believe that wrote those books, some of them believe that the calendation is based upon the sun and the moon, and some of them don't. And I'm going to break this all down as best I can in this condensed time, but because this is so hot, I might go a little over today. That's all right with y'all. I might. Good to see you, Andy. Yeah. Good to see you, Matthew. So let's get back into it. 15, and let them be lights in the expanse of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. He spoke it and it came to be. And Alua made the two great lights. Did we hear who made it? Yahuwah made it. Hey, Lena, let's make sure to hit the... Uh, the Telegram group, and also put in the chat how everybody can join the Telegram group. That's the people that get the notices first. So let's make sure we hit the Telegram group because we always promise the Telegram group, pttgram.com. For those of you who don't know it, make sure you join our Telegram group. I'll put it in the chat too. But Yahuwah is the one that made these lights. Ebony in the building. Good to see you, sis. Who made the lights? Put it in the chat. Who made the sun and the moon? Who made it? Yahuwah made it. Now, that being that Yahuwah made it, Yahuwah tells us the purpose as his disciples. This is all about discipleship. I'm teaching disciplines. Like you had, like from a martial arts standpoint, I'm teaching you disciplines, how to get your brain and your life in order. That's right, Yvette. Yahuwah, the Allah made, he's the one that made it. Now, let us let him tell us, not some man, not some scientist, not some government. Let's let Yahuwah tell us, this is how come and the reason I made these lights. Okay. He says in verse 15, and let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. So he tells us right there. He says in verse 14, I made them for signs, for appointed times, for days, and for years. And wouldn't it be good if Yahuwah said, now don't let nobody else ever distract you and, and don't go by nothing else other than what I'm telling you here. This is so serious because so many people are breaking the commandments out of ignorance. 
But when you hear this message today, you should get off here right now. If you don't want to be held accountable, no, no, no. You're going to be held accountable. I'm sorry. You should have never showed up here. And if you're watching the replay, as soon as you give me the, as soon as I say the warning, accountability has now happened in your life. He sent me, one of his servants, to tell you the truth, to discern and show you the word. Now, he said, I made him for timekeeping. I made him to give light on the earth. And now he's going to get more detail. Watch how detailed our father is. He's going to get very detailed. He goes over in 16, a barren sheet. That's Genesis chapter 1, verse 16. He says, and Alua made the two great lights. Now, he already told us. He made the lights. But why is he coming back and telling us again that he made the lights? Why? Masha's writing this. Moses is giving this account. What was he doing up on that mountain all that time with Yahuwah? Yahuwah was probably breaking down to him exactly how everything happened. While all the people were down there grumbling and moaning, Masha was up there getting instruction from Yahuwah. Yahuwah was teaching him all things. Here's the account. I want you to tell the world, Masha. Do y'all know what Masha's name means, by the way, Moses? Do you know? Put it in the chat if you know what Masha's name means. I'm going to give y'all 15 seconds to put it in the chat. If somebody can put it in the chat within 15 seconds, we'll send you a free Promote the Truth Yahoo t-shirt. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Oh, nobody got it in the chat. Masha means the rescuer is Yahuwah. Wow. Moses' name is really Masha, and his name means the rescuer is Yahuwah. So right now, we can lean back on Masha's name, which is a witness, which is what Mahashim Acts 10, 43 tells us, to him all the prophets witness that through his name, we receive remission of sins. So you have probably been breaking the commandments because you don't understand this critical teaching. New moon day, happy new moon day. Because you don't understand how to keep time and because you've been deceived and it, the prophecy has come true. Daniel 725 has come true. The beast power would think to change times and laws. That's in Daniel. Daniel 7.25, the prophecy has come true long time ago. It says this beast power, the anti-Mashiach, is going to change times. It's going to change laws. Ch times means it's going to jack the calendar up. Laws means it's going to mess you up on the commandments. Now, order, Masha. The rescuer is Yahuwah is now sent me to tell you how to get rescued out of this mess that's been happening with the calendar. He doesn't sent me to tell you, and I got boldness in my spirit to tell you that Yahuwah is speaking to you right now. He's saying to you, he said in verse 16, and Alua made the two great lights. Again, the greater light was called the sun. He says, so you have no mistake about it. When you look up in the skies, the, the one that's the greater light, that's the sun. And the sun, he then defines its purpose, is to rule the day. That's why he says, remember the Sabbath day, not the Sabbath night. So much dysfunction, so much uh, corruption, so much misleading. 
Yahuwah is telling us right here. When you deal with the word day, he would have put it. Because he, he's very definite when he talks about his appointed times. I'm going to prove it. I'm going to prove that Yahuwah is very specific when he talks about his appointed times. When he wants you to do something at night, when it's involved in his appointed times, he will tell you in his word, start this in the evening. He'll tell you that then. But if he don't tell you to start it in the evening, that means you are to do what it's saying here, that the sun's going to rule the day. So when you keep a Shabbat day, you're going to keep it during that day. You got that? Because that's what rules the day. The lesser light was called the moon to rule the night and the stars. That's what the moon rules. Got that? Now, 17. And Alua set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth. He's repeating it. And to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And Alua saw that it was good. Listen, this completed the fourth day. Then, watch how critical translation is. Yahuwah was working during the day, fam. Yeah. What's going on, Nat? Yahuwah was working during the day because the real translation says, after verse 18, y'all want me to get it back to you? Here we go. And to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness and Alua saw that it was good. This completed the fourth day. Then evening and morning came. This formed the fourth date. Woo! Ain't y'all fired up? Look at me getting fired up about the calendar, about Yahoo. Why? Because this is Yahoo's word. I don't have to guess. I got so tired of listening to preachers and pastors and theologians and scholars. Why don't they just give us the word? Well, guess who's giving you the word? We're going to give you the word now. They done messed around and have promote the truth. Go translate this thing the right way, and we'll put it up against anybody. Challenge anybody in the world to prove that's not exactly what that word means. That word means that Yahuwah was working during the day, and it said this completed the fourth day. And look, Yahuwah must have kicked back like he teaches us to kick back. When? At night. Take it easy. Get a little sleep. If he sleeps. We don't know. People say, does he ever sleep? How you know he don't sleep? If he created rest, how you know he don't sit back and rest and sleep? But see, the thing about Yahoo, he can sit back and rest and sleep, but he got a whole army of messengers around keep this in, keep everything intact. You know he got people. I mean, he got beings out on the watch. Because it says this completed the fourth day. Then the evening came. And here come the morning. There you go. That's the first date. That's your 24 hours. The 24 hours is made up of, as Yahusha said, Yahusha said, are there not 12 hours in a day? Yahusha said it when he walked on the earth. All the, all the words are in the scriptures. Everything is there. We ain't going to have no excuse. It's even sitting in the paganized scriptures. The Greek, they, they, they were trying to cover up so much they couldn't get it all covered up. 
Miss Asia, happy new moon day. Woohoo! Now, but watch. Now watch. Here's the deal. The scriptures is telling us. Now, I'm going to go over to Shamut chapter 12. So I don't have to guess. You don't have to guess. And everybody, I don't care who you are, everybody let the scriptures be true and everybody else pay attention. <laughs> That's all we got to do. Let the scriptures be true. Everybody else pay attention. I'm over in Shamut. And by the way, the new moon is mentioned about 450 plus times in the scriptures in 183 verses. So we know it's a serious, it's a serious deal. We got it. All right. So now I'm going over to chapter 12. Now let's start at Shamut. That's Exodus chapter 12. Let's pay attention because when Yahuwah wants you to do something, dealing with his appointed times, he's going to tell you day, Shabbat day. And he's going to tell you when to do something involving his appointed times, as he said in Bereshit 114, 15 and on, he says, these will be for the signs and appointed times and, day, and, and days and years. So if he's going to deal with something with the night, because he's, he's told us, we're going to let the day and the night be divided. We're going to let those two be divided. So watch how specific he is. Verse 1, and Yahuwah spoke to Masha. Chapter 12, verse 1. And to Aaron, the brother of Masha, in the land of Matsri, Egypt, saying, this new moon is the, matter of fact, I got this in the true scriptures. I, this has already been translated. Let me go get the true scriptures. So let me have to translate the translation. Come on. I'm going over the true scriptures. It's already been translated. And it's coming out of Kodax Leningrad. So you don't have to guess. Without the vowel points, by the way. All the vowel points were shucked, scrubbed to get the right pronunciations in here. So I'm scrolling. I'm down here. I'm almost to chapter 12 in the true scriptures. You're ready. You're set. And we go. And Yahuwah told Masha and Aaron while they were in the land of Matsri, saying, this new moon shall mark the beginning of months for you. Who said that? Who said it? Tell me who said it. Y'all tell me who said it, right? Who said that this new moon shall mark the beginning of months for you? Who said it? Can y'all tell me who said it? Yahuwah said it. Think about how important this is that Yahuwah said it, that this new moon shall be, be the beginning of months for you. That to me is so off the hook. I got to even stop. I got to even stop it. That's how important it is. This new moon shall be, be, be the beginning of months for you. That's how simple this is. That's how simple this is. We don't have to guess. We don't have to wish. We don't have to hope. We don't have to wait. We don't have to do none of that. We just look at it. That's how awesome this is. 
Because Yahuwah said it. Now watch what he goes on and says. Y'all ready for this part? It shall be the first month of the year for you. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man, This we don't have to make this complicated at all. Are we going to follow Yahuwah or are we going to follow something else? I'm going to put everything I got on this word right here. Everything I got on timekeeping, I'm going to lean right here on this. I'm going to let this tell me when the beginning of a new year is. How many of y'all see that? Put it in the chat if you see it. I'm going to let this tell me when the beginning of a new moon, of the new year is. I'm going to let Yahuwah's word describe to me. I'm going to read it again, and y'all tell me if y'all with me and understand this, and I'm, are you comprehending it, or do you got questions on it? Put it in the chat. If you got any questions, put it in the chat. And I'm not here to argue with anybody. If y'all come in here to argue, we're going to delete the boot. We're not here to argue. We're teaching what we believe, and we're not here to debate this. This is not a debate. This is not an argument. This is our belief, and you don't even have to believe it. Trust me. And we're going to show you love anyway. We're going to show you respect anyway. We're going to show that and just pray that the light of Yahuwah comes and brings that light to you because this is the deep understanding. I believe I'm speaking completely. Know that I'm speaking from Yahuwah Ruah, from the spirit. So I'm going to read it again. Y'all talk to me. Yahuwah told Masha and Aaron. Are y'all with me? While they're in the land of Matsuri. Now he's going to deliver them out of Matsuri. So why is this so important for us? Because he told them while they were in the land of Matsuri. So if you said, I am a commandment keeper, put in the chat if you believe you keep the 10 commandments or you respect them and know you need to keep them, put that in the chat. Say, I, I keep them, I respect them, I need to keep them. Put that in the chat, right? Because if you're going to keep the commandments, then the first commandment deals with this. The very first commandment deals with this. Y'all with me? Look at Melissa said, brother, I am a nurse and I just quit my job in obedience to Yahuwah. Come on, sis. I wanted to get out of healthcare. If you can help me with the job so that I can provide for my family, we'll be really grateful. That's part of the network we're building, by the way. We're building and going to teach people how to sustain yourself through all of this stuff. So sister, hang in there because we're building it. We got team members we're bringing on. Now look what Abney said. Jefferson said, Yahuwah's law is my delight. I believe I, I believe in them. I need them. I respect them. Hallelujah, Yahuwah. See, Paula says, I do my best to keep them. Praise, praise Yahuwah for you. Listen, I'm telling y'all that if you believe in the commandments, Watch how Yahuwah is working with us to tie this together. Y'all with me? Y'all understand? I'm going to have to go jump real quick, right? Because now I'm right here and I'm here in 12. I got to jump to 20 and come back to 12. I'm still in the true scriptures. So the translation you're hearing, this is the most accurate English translation we believe in the world. In the world. And again, and by the way, anybody comes in, you disagree, whatever, you get the, the comments get deleted, get booted. Hey, just hang tight. We still love you. We're just here teaching what we believe. We're not here to have a debate. So y'all got to understand that. And that's just how it's going to be. And then sometimes we're going to open up for a debate. So we'll open up, say, hey, let's have a debate. Let's have a discussion. 
but this ain't up for discussion. This is up for teaching. Need everybody to pay attention. Yahuwah sent me to ask you to pay attention. So here we go. Y'all ready? I'm going to read the commandment. I'm going to read the first commandment. Alua spoke all these words saying, this is Shamut, Exodus chapter 20. Alua spoke all these words saying, I am Yahuwah, your Alua, who brought you out of the land of Matsri. That's Egypt. Misery. That's the word where misery comes from. I who brought you out of the land of Matsri, out of the house of bondage. You are to worship no other Allahim besides me. Okay, so now I want you to understand when we read Shamut 12, and he starts out and says, and it says, Yahuwah spoke these things to Masha and Aaron while they were in Matsri. You can't go, oh, what Jay's teaching here is just for them when they were dealing in, in Matsri, in, in Egypt. Because if you say that, you set your side now, you set yourself outside the commandments. Yahuwah said, teach these commandments throughout all your generations. These, with these words. He, want, he was so adamant about the matri, the delivery out of Egypt situation, the 400 years of bondage. He was so adamant about that. He said, I'm going to have this be to remembrance forever. So if we're going to keep the commandments of Yahuwah, we are also attached to the deliverance out of Matsuri, or don't you say the commandments? Because the first commandments, as I read again, how many of y'all seeing this now? How many of y'all getting a better picture, better view? Is Yahuwah showing light on this? Yahuwah says, Alua spoke all these words saying, and he wrote this with his finger, I am Yahuwah, your Alua, who brought you out of the land of Matsuri. Ain't hardly any of us been in no Matsuri. Who in the chat has been in Egypt? I haven't been in Egypt. Who in here was actually enslaved in Egypt? I haven't been in Egypt or Matsuri and enslaved. I know people there. I got close friends there. I haven't been there. I wasn't enslaved there. Huh? Wow. I wasn't. You weren't. Most of y'all, unless y'all coming in from your family. None of us was in that situation. Yet these are being told to keep throughout all generations. So when we quote the Ten Commandments out of our mouth, why is it that Yahuwah put in here Matsri? Why did he have us relate to Egypt to this day? Why? Because Matsri is attached to, it's derived, that's where we get the word misery from. If you are in sin without Yahusha paying the price, you are in bondage and in misery. So Yahuwah, you think he don't know these words? Yahuwah knows. He's going, I'm going to bring you out of misery. You want out? Say I. I'm going to bring you out of bondage. You want out? Say I. And I'm going to give you a reflective point to go all the way back when I brought the children out. I'm going to have you in your sin. If you haven't called on my name, you are in misery and you are in bondage. And now you're going to have to pay attention to this commandment because I am, Yah I am Yahuwah, your Alua, your mighty one, who brought you out of the land of Matri, out of the house of bondage. You are to worship no other Alaim besides me. Hallelujah. 
Are you a Yahuwah or not? I'm with Yahuwah. So go ahead, Yahuwah, attach me to the time you brought the children out of Matsuri. I was in misery. I was in bondage. There was times I wanted to kill myself, and you delivered me. Hallelujah, Yahuwah. And so now that I'm attached to the commandments, I go back to Shemut 12. I get back there. As soon as I get back there to Shemut 12, verse 1, Yahuwah told Masha and Aaron while they were in the land of Matsri, saying, this new moon shall mark the beginning of months for you. So everybody that keeps the commandments, you must keep the time based upon what Yahuwah said right there. Or don't even think you're going to keep the commandments because you can't say them without dealing with this. You can't say it. Listen, Yahuwah told Masha and Aaron, put your name in. So instead of Masha and Aaron, Yvette, Emily, Andy, right? Let's go. Let's keep going. Nat, Joe, Paula, Hale, right? Miss Asia, Jay, Lena, hello everyone, whoever it is, right? Ebony, Jefferson, Paula. Melissa, guess what? Put your name in place of that. Yahuwah told Yvette, told Jay, told Emily, told Andy, told everybody I just said, while they were in the land of Masri. So while we were in our sin, he's telling us this. I just proved it from the scriptures. Saying, this new moon shall mark the beginning of months for you. And it shall be the first month of the year for you. Now we know that this is the deal. Because people that do their best to try to keep the festivals, the Pesach, Matzah, like the Feast of Unleavened Bread, right? The first fruits, right? Shabbat, right? The Feast of Trumpets, right? <laughs> they, just, they try to keep all of these. Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, Sukkot, Feast of Tabernacles, everybody tried to keep them. They, try, they keep the Roman calendar, and they go and try to keep it based upon Jewish traditions. This is, when I say Jewish, I'm going to talk about Pharisees, Talmud conditions. That's how they're keeping them under. I challenge them to prove me different. They're keeping them under Talmud traditions. And they're trying to do that based upon a verse I'm going to show you here in a second, where Yahuwah is being very specific about two times during the year when it deals with the Shabbat, when he wants you to start it in the evening. Other than that, he never, never scripturally wants you to keep any Shabbat or appointed time other than two of them. And those two are the Passat, Passover and Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement. And that's a fact from Scripture. That's the only two times. And yet, the traditions of men, specifically the Pharisees, have taken that and said, oh, it's from evening to evening. We're going to make night be part of a day, even though Yahuwah said, I created this light, the greater light, to separate the light the day and the night. 
Woo! He said, I created him to separate. And then here comes man going, no, Yahuwah, we're not going to let you separate it. We're going to do our own calendar. We're going to make our own calendation. We're going to make for all the calendar a day begin at the night. If that's not from the pit of Satan, I don't know what is. Night be day? When Yahusha said himself, are there not 12 hours in a day? It makes no sense. That's why this is new moon day. Day. New moon day. Now I'm going to keep going so y'all get this. Speak to all the assembly of Yisrael, saying on the 10th day of this month, this new moon, every man shall take a lamb for his family according to the size of his household. So now he's being specific. He said on the 10th day. He didn't say on the ninth day, start the 10th day on the ninth day. Because that's what everybody's keeping evening from evening is doing. They're starting one day and the day before and then calling at the day. Can't pick one. It's very simple. All right. Here we go. Now. I'm going to keep going here. If the household is too small for the whole lamb, verse 4, then they must share it with their closest neighbor. Take into account the number of people there are. You are to determine the amount of lamb needed for needed in, in accordance to what each person will eat. All right, so Yahoo is saying, this is what I want you to do. Now what we're going to do, we're going to go to Uruqua. To where we can just skip right ahead to where Yahuwah gets very specific. Because here, he's going through, I want these specific things done. I want you to do the lamb this way, that way. Now watch what happens when we just simply go to Uruqua, where you, Yahuwah speaks to Masha directly and says, hey, this is how you keep my appointed times. Nobody else has to fool you. You can know it. And Yahuwah, 23, verse 1, Uruqua, Leviticus, right? It's very simple. Leviticus, and Yahuwah spoke to Masha saying, speak to the children of Yisrael, Yisrael, and say to them, <laughs> I got <laughs> Lena, I need my other charger, baby. <laughs> All right. Y'all still hear me okay? Because I'm switching around batteries. Well, my wife's going to come here and help me with my other battery. All right. So, 23, Verse 2, speak to the children of Israel, saying, I need a battery go to that one. Speak to the children of Israel, saying to them, the appointed times of Yahuwah. So now he's telling us, where did he say appointed times first, fam? Where did he first say appointed times? Does anybody remember? Can anybody put it in the chat? Does anybody remember when Yahuwah first mentioned the words appointed times? Can anybody put that in the chat? When did Yahuwah ever in the scriptures first mention appointed times? When did he ever do that? When did he ever mention appointed times in the scriptures? Y'all with me? Huh? Y'all give me time to get a drink? When did he ever mention it? All right. Y'all must be in deep thought over here today, man. Am I, am I giving y'all some good teaching? Y'all going to give me that feedback at least? Anybody going to give me that feedback? Am I doing some good teaching? Drop that in the chat. If this is helping you, ministering, it's making you think, it's provoking your thoughts, let's go. All right. My wife put it in there. 
He mentioned it in the first chapter. Where at in the first chapter, right? Where, where did he mention it in the first chapter? Verse what? We got to get up over there to 14. Yvette, all right. Good to thank you, Stephanie. I want y'all to give me some feedback. We family here. I'm teaching, but I want feedback from y'all too. Go to verse 14, right? And he says, y'all never forget this. Write down appointed times first mentioned Barashit Genesis, right? Thank you, Jefferson. Genesis 1, 14. Every time you deal with time from here on out, appointed times, let your brain reflect back to creation time. If you deal with the foundation, you can't get fooled. How you get fooled is when them chapters start rolling out and then these teachers, these wolves in sheep clothing, they come in and they start working it and they start moving pieces around. You see, they're moving the pieces around. But if I let my brain go back to 114, pay attention. And Alua said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to divide the day from the night. And let these lights be for signs and for appointed times. There it is. And for days and years. So now when I let my brain go back to creation, to the foundation, no matter what was said, in between any of the other chapters for the rest of the scriptures, nothing can contradict that and be a, a correct translation. Nothing. Y'all feel me? That's how we translate. See, it promote the truth. We translate from the foundation. If anything contradicts with any of Yahuwah's foundational words, that's a bad translation. We scrub those words. We cross-check them, and then we get to the bottom of the idioms, the ways of those times. We get all the way in the trenches, and then we come out with the correct translation. So it takes a little extra time to do it that way, but I believe, like, like I want the real word. I don't want to be misled. So when I go back to Eureka 23, and everybody say, I got to keep in mind appointed times deals with these lights. Because Yahuwah said, let the lights let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to divide the day from the night and let these lights be for signs and for appointed times and for days and for years. And all of a sudden I get to Eureka 23 and then Yahuwah spoke to Masha saying, speak to the children of Israel and say to them, the appointed times of Yahuwah, which you are to proclaim as set apart gatherings, my appointed times, it says it twice, are these. So now... We got Yahuwah saying appointed times twice. He told us in Barashit, chapter 1, verse 14, that the great lights, the sun and the moon, are to keep these appointed times in order. You got that? And then he went ahead and clarified as we get down to verses 15, 16, 17, 18, that, that the day and the night are to be divided, not to be clumped together. He wanted them to divide it. The word he put in there, divide it. So now, that's right. Without the moon, there's no Shabbat. Thank you, Yahweh daughter. So I get in here, and then we go to verse 3 of Uruqua, Leviticus 23. Six days, work is done. But the seventh day is a, is a Shabbat of rest, a set-apart gathering. You do no work. It is a Sabbath to Yahuwah in all your dwellings. So first, he deals with the Shabbat. I don't know if y'all picked up what, what, what Yahuwah just said there. 
All of you should be crystal clear as all get out right now. You want me to read it again? All right. I'll read it again. Here I go. Six days, work is done. Six what? Six days. What would Yahoo would prefer us to work in the day? He said it. Six days, work is done. But the seventh day is a Sabbath rest, a set-apart gathering. You do no work. It is a Sabbath to Yahuwah in all your dwellings. Bam. He said, there's a Sabbath day. So you keep it from the time the, the dawn happens, the first little bit of light, till there's dusk, till there's no light, till you can't see no light. You see the darkness, the stars, you know that day is over. And you have now transitioned into the division of night. And I believe Yahuwah wanted them to be out, go check out on the animals, do this and that, make sure everything was in order. And think about the times back then too, right? Okay, let's now move on to the other point in times, the, the Passah, the Passover. Okay, do I got this translated already? I already got it. Oh, we took the time to translate this too. I'm telling y'all right now, we all way ahead up in the game. We are rocking. Let me go get the true scriptures version. So I'm not having to trans. I've already translated it, so I don't want to have to translate the translation again. Hey, all right, here I go. Let me get the true scriptures version. Yes, let me get that version because I know I got it. Here we go. I'm going to find it real quick. Bear with me. I'm going to go get I'm going to get Uruqua 23. And all y'all can download, whenever y'all hear me say, like, I'll say this specific one. Over on Promote the Truth. Dot com underneath true scriptures you can download uh this one for free so we put out certain excerpts and it's even got the abari the hebrew right underneath it too so if you go over there and click on the true scriptures project <clears throat> you'll see where you can go download those for free so the one i'm about to read y'all can download this for free the one i'm about to read okay so i'm gonna go find it i'm gonna get uriqua Uriqua. Let me go find it. There it is. Got it. With no vowel points. We ain't dealing with no vowel points because they want to fool us. All right. I got it. So now I'm going to open it up and we're going to keep rocking. Let's get our reader here. Okay, here we go. Now, and Yahuwah spoke to Masha saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, these are the appointed times of Yahuwah, which you are to proclaim as set apart as set apart gatherings. Verse three, six days work is done, but the seventh day is a Shabbat of rest, a set apart gathering. You do no work. It is a Shabbat to Yahuwah in all your dwellings. Verse four, these are the feast and appointed times of Yahuwah. See, <clears throat> they missed some translation there. They didn't really put those, they didn't dial that in. Right there in that verse four, we really dial that in. These are the feast and appointed times of Yahuwah, set apart gatherings, which you are to proclaim at their appointed times. When y'all hear appointed times, put in the chat what verse should come up in your mind first right away. I want to see who's paying attention. We're training, we're doing discipleship today. If you hear the word appointed times, what should come up in your brain? 
You're welcome, Wyatt Thomas. But I want somebody to put the verse. Put the verse. That every time you hear appointed times, it's going to keep you foundationally solid. It's going to make you a great disciple. All right, Yvette. Yvette ain't playing. Bear a sheet, and I want y'all to start learning these Abari real words. I'm going to put, I'm going to type it in so y'all know how to start spelling it. And that's the accurate, that's the accurate uh, Hebrew spelling for it, right? There you go. Bear a sheet. Do it, Stephanie. Why are you showing off, Stephanie? Huh? Stephanie's showing off. Lena's showing off in here. Y'all get, y'all look at how I spell it. I'm telling you, that's the correct Abari way to spell it, how I put it in there. And we're going to prove all this, teaching you how to do it, and we'll clean up our tongues. Across the world, we'll have a clean tongue. Let's give us about three three to five years and watch this happen. <clears throat> Come on. <clears throat> so in our brains, as soon as we hear Yahuwah say appointed times, we go back and what we do, we think of that. So let me make sure I get it. Ain't no sense of me playing around. Ain't no sense of me playing around. I want to put that in the chat so everybody watching it, I want y'all to never forget this. I'm all, y'all see I'm, I'm leaning on this? There's a reason I'm leaning on this because it'll stop you from getting fooled. It, y'all going to hear all these teachers teaching everything. Y'all going to be looking at them. Y'all going to be cool as a cucumber. Y'all going to be cool as the other side of a pillow. Y'all going to just be sitting there going, okay. And don't get mad. Don't argue with people. Just do what we do. We don't argue. Y'all notice we don't argue. We don't, we don't fight with people. We love on people because they're going to, Yahoo, we're going to let Yahoo do his work. We plant the seed and we just keep rolling. All right. So we're going to get the true scripture because I want to put this in the chat. So y'all got it. Y'all can copy it. I want y'all think y'all should go post it. I think y'all should go print it out, laminate it, put it somewhere up on your walls and look at it every single day for about 90 days till it's impressed so deep in your brain to where you go, man, can't nobody fool me no more with time. And I study the word, like look at it real closely when you're looking at it. <laughs> the spirits know we're getting into it because it's trying to slow down my, I'm just really trying to scroll over here. This is like trying to slow me down, but I, I'm going to be patient, right? Come on, Yahoo, daughter. Yeah. Who's Yahoo, daughter? You going to put your name in there so we can say your name? Because we know you're the daughter, Yahoo. But we want to know your name too. Here's what I'm going to do. My computer got slow over here. One second. Lynn, if you got it over there on yours, grab it for me. I want, I want, I want Barrel Sheet 114 from the True Scriptures in. And some of y'all might get it. If y'all already downloaded the True Scriptures, why don't y'all go copy and paste from the True Scriptures Barrel Sheet 114? Some of y'all beat me to it while this is going on. I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. I'll be there like about two minutes at this rate. <laughs> this is funny. You see, I, hey, I don't get flustered, right? There's no rush with Yahuwah. There is no rush with Yahuwah. It's hilarious, though. I know exactly what to do. Yeah, man. I know what to do. Because I'm going to put... Who's got it? Somebody got it? Somebody put it in the, in the chat. If y'all got it before I can get it. Because I'm going to go get it. But I want y'all to hear up and get it. 
because I got to go do some hustling to get it. I'm working with two devices here. And one of them all of a sudden knows that we own to something. So it's like, oh, snap. This is going to be a bunch of people get free. There's going to be a bunch of people break free off this message. Oh, I don't want them to get free. It's trying to hold you back. Can't do it. Yahuwah, come in. Clear it up. In your name, Father. Hallelujah. Yahuwah Ruach, we call you here. Clarity. Yeah, Yahuwah. We call you in, Father. Y'all still hear me all right? I'm going to come back and put it in the chat. Can y'all still hear me? I want to make sure. Come on. Almost there. Y'all getting there? This is hilarious. If y'all saw what was going on with the computers now, it's funny. I just want to make sure y'all can still hear me. Otherwise, I'm going to have to cut the thing off. All right. Thank you, Yvette. Because I'm telling y'all, y'all will be cracking up if you see what was going on with the systems over here right now. It's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious what's going on. We'll get through it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to come back to it. Because literally... The whole systems are tripping out, y'all. That's how crazy it is. Like it's over on if you got the if you got the true scriptures. Oh, I didn't put it. Oh, I didn't put. Oh, I'm sorry. I got y'all chasing looking for something that y'all don't have. That's bear sheet one. Y'all want me to put bear sheet one as a free download? Would y'all like for me to do that? Put that in the chat. If we get at least 10 people that say yes, we would love bear sheet one. From the true scriptures, real translation to make that available as a free download. But we, we're going to take the time and give you the Abari, the Hebrew with the two. If we got 10 people say, yes, we want that. Then guess what? We're going, we're going to make that available sometime within the next week. We will get that to y'all. All right. This is hilarious, though, man. All right. Cause I think y'all see me like stopping on this. Y'all see me taking my time to get, because I know it's critical. That's why Satan's fighting us on this one. This will break you through. All right. Let me see if we got at least 10. Yeses. All right. We got one, two, we got Yvette. We got Lena two. All right. Yvette put it twice. Y'all come on, Yvette. I don't count. One, Joe, right, two, three, YS, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, I think we got like eight or nine. Y'all, hey, if y'all want me to do, I'm not, if it's, if it's not 10 yeses, because we're going to do that. Y-S, is that, is that 10, Lena? Count and see if we got 10. I see I, some people, do, duplicates don't happen. We need 10 different people. If y'all want us to put Barashit chapter one, the foundation of all scripture starts in the first chapter of everything. If we get that straight, we we get the calendar straight. We cannot be fooled. All right, Lena said we got 10. Within the next week, y'all going to have it, and we'll put the Abari in there with it. We're going to put the Abari in there with it. This is, Lena, when you see, Lena's going to crack up. When you see what's going on, look. <laughs> Lena, they're going to play it. Like that, like that system, it literally, 
the computer shut down. It just shut off. That, that that's how that's how hot this message is. The computer just shot off. It just went. Zzz. We shorted it out, fam. Golly, and Lena knows. Lena, you gotta tell him when my energy goes up and Yahuwah Ruach gets to rocking. Shoot, that is unbelievable. So think about it. So when we look at this, right, and we go and we put, I'm gonna do my best to get y'all bare sheet. All right, I think I'm, I think I'm getting ready to get access to it. I got something else is coming through. Yahoo is working. Yahoo is working for us, man. Yahoo is working for us. He's about to create a way. He's about to create a way. Mm-hmm. Here it goes. Get ready. Yeah, I think I'm going to get to it here. Yeah, I appreciate y'all's patience. I just think this is that important. If you're watching the replay, I love you. I appreciate it. I know that you appreciate uh, us taking this time because I believe if everybody just gets this, take a deep breath. And guess what? It's okay to have been wrong. Y'all understand? It's okay. Go read Hazun, Revelation 12, 9, and then you'll give yourself a break. It says that who? Satan was sent, cast out. He's sent to the earth. And he goes about and deceives the entire world. One thing that happens with a lot of the translators and scholars and whatnot, they they come up believing one way, not believing they could have been fooled or influenced outside. outside. And, and the number one step to all learning is humility. Yahuwah says, I love, I love the humble. He said, I hate the proud though. He hates the proud, but I give grace to the humble. So if you take a deep breath and go, okay, I'm going to let Yahuwah teach me from the foundation. I appreciate someone like Promote the Truth and all these people been out here paving these ways for all these years. I mean, we've been since 2007, fam. And I've been studying hardcore. I mean, I got 30 years, but man, I kicked it up. Went went to another level starting in 2004. I went six to 10 hours a day studying the origins of words to figure out What's all going on here? Like, this is crazy. Like, why is this so difficult for us to get to? Like, what the heck is going on that is trying to keep us from getting it? All right, I'm pulling it up now. I think I got it. I just got to pull it up. This has got to upload. But I, but literally, did y'all do Y'all, with y'all's energy with me, we literally just shut our computer down. I got to make sure. What the heck? Lena, come here and double check to make sure that's plugged in. I think that it's not plugged in or something over here or got disconnected. If you don't mind, sweetheart, y'all give a big shout out to my wife, Lena, too. She works with the team so hard. And, you know, and we're going to do a lot of teaching with, you know, how to have a right relationship, you know, how to find your soulmate. What if you made a mistake and you were the wrong person? What do you do then? This charger here, I just need to make sure that that charger there, it didn't get disconnected down there somehow. You know, sometimes it'll come out. This one is to that one in that wall. You took the wrong one out. All right, but but why did what happened with this one? That one shouldn't have got affected. All right, cool. We good. Thank you, sweetheart. All right, I found, I got the chapter, y'all. Let's see if it's gonna let me paste it. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put fourteen in here. No, I want I want that one just to work. You didn't have to switch any. I just wanted to make sure it was okay. It was all plugged in, right? Huh? It was. 
So you tell me that's just the energy. That had to, it burn up. That had to be Yahuwah, y'all. Y'all, we we got like energy going nuts. Yahuwah Ruach must be rocking up in here. Okay. Hey, so Yvette said, said so much love. Why asked Lena? Said Lena. Joe said, thank you, Lena. Lena's the best. That's it, man. My wife, man, she the bomb. All right, now I'm gonna put it in here, y'all. Bear a sheet. Y'all see, I was patient on that one because y'all got to get it. Bear a sheet 114. From the this is the real live. You ain't gonna have to worry about this translation. I'm telling you that right now. We can go scrub it up and down, backwards and forwards, all over the place. You go, this gonna give it, you ain't gotta have nothing but confidence in this translation because this has no vowel point influence, has no Judaism influence, none. Has none. All right. I'm just making sure I don't hit too. I want I want y'all to have it where it's nice and clean. All right. Now look, y'all see it? Who sees it? There it is. That's right. She is a Mishla woman. All right. I got it in the chat. And Alua said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to divide the day from the night. He wants them divided. I want to be adamant about it. Everybody's listening, even teachers. Any of y'all been in the Word for years, let's stop teaching people that Yahuwah does not want them divided. He wants the day and the night divided. How do we know? He said it. He literally says to divide the day from the night. And then he says, why? See, after he says it, he's going to tell us, I want to tell you why. Let these lights be for signs and for appointed, let them be for signs and for appointed times and for days and for years. Let no man fool you out of this scripture. Let no woman fool you. Let no alien fool you. Let no government fool you out of this scripture. Yahuwah wants the day and the night divided. He wants the lights to be for his appointed times. He wants the lights to be for his days and for his years. That's what he says he wants. Now, I'm not going to argue with Yahuwah about what he says he wants, and he's telling me in Uruguay, which I done burned that computer up, I think. They might be burned up. Like, for real, for real. Nope, it's coming back. <laughs> now he's telling me in Uruqua about these appointed times. That's what's so awesome about this, y'all. He literally goes over into Uruqua and he says, all right, here goes your appointed times. Shoot, I got it right here now. Oh, yeah, I got it now. Satan was messing with us, but I can go on down to Uruqua right now because I got it over in another one. You block us one, we go another route. Yes, sir. 23, we're going in. We're going to let Yahuwah be the teacher. I'm just going to be the messenger. I'm a carrier pigeon. I'm just here to deliver an important message. I am not the messenger. I am not the message. I am a messenger. Right? I'm here to deliver important information. And Yahuwah spoke to Masha. This is from the true scriptures. 
Uriqua, Leviticus 23. He spoke to Masha saying, speak to the children of Israel and say to them, the set feast of Yahuwah, which you are to proclaim. Give me this, give me this, give me this. Hold on. Make sure I put up the right one. I got the wrong. I got my wrong. I got my wrong one over here. How'd I get out of that one? I done clicked on the wrong one. I don't have it over here. That's what it is. I'm confused. Maybe I got it over here. And that's why I like lives. You know, you can, this ain't scripted. Y'all can tell we just coming straight from the spirit. This ain't scripted. This ain't scripted at all. This is coming straight from the spirit. You ain't got to guess. You ain't got to hope. You ain't got to wish. It's like y'all come over to the living room and we got to get stuff together. Y'all know how that is, right? So what I'm going to do, I'm not going to read it from the true scriptures. I'm going to, but I'll translate the translation as I'm reading. So we'll do it that way. These are verse four. These are the appointed times of Yahuwah set apart gatherings, which you are to proclaim at their appointed times. All right, everybody in the chat. We just heard the word appointed times. He just told us we in the chat, right? He just told us, right? I like what he, he said. Nowhere in scripture tells us that Yahuwah joined back day and night after he divided them. Great, great words, Eo. Great, great, great word. So as we look at this, fam, we stop guessing. We stop wishing. We literally get into it. We don't have to have no man tell us nothing, not a thing. We don't have to have them tell us a thing. So now that we understand appointed times is based upon those great lights, right? Now, verse 5, everybody pay attention. Uriqua, Leviticus, verse 5. In the first new moon, happy new moon day, here we go, right? In the first new moon, on the 14th day of that new moon, between the evenings is the Passah to Yahuwah. So now Yahuwah tells us that specifically for this appointed time, this one and only one other, he said, I want you to start it on the 14th day. And he said, I want you to keep it between the evening. So from this evening to the next evening, he didn't define that that's a day because you're dealing with two different times. You're dealing with the 14th day and the 15th day. We know it because he's about to say it over here. So he did not define as has been improperly taught for centuries. He's just saying for this one, I want you to do it for a reason. Now, guess why he wants them to do it? All you got to do is study when he brought him out of Matri. That's why that first commandment is so important. Because he brought him out of Matri, right? He brought them out in the night and they had to get out of there before the sun came up the next day so that they can stop and then they can observe the Shabbat. That's so simple to see. 
They just had to get out of there. That's why you hear all those songs about the midnight hour and all that stuff. He wanted them, get ready, and what he tell them? Put your shoes on, have your sandals on, have, have your robes on, your girdles. He said, everybody be ready during that evening. And the evening is starting most of the time around 3 o'clock or so. He says, go on and get that thing, that lamb cooked up. Get it cooked up. And all of a sudden, I want you to eat real quick. And then, boom, we're going to split that night. We out of here. But when that sun came up, I'm telling y'all, stop, because watch what happens. Watch what happens. In verse 5, in the first new moon on the 14th day of the new moon between the evenings is the Passah to Yahuwah. On the 15th day, see, that's another day. It's not the same day. On, on the 15th day of this new moon is the festival of Matzah. A matzah, that's the Feast of Unleavened Bread to Yahuwah. Seven days you do eat unleavened bread. There we have it. There we have it. We don't have to guess. We don't have to hope. We don't have to wish. We know it. And he tells us on that day, on that first day of the, of the matzah, you have a set-apart gathering. You do no serve our work. Now, you notice he goes, no serve our work. He gets very specific because he knows they're going to have to cook. He knows it, right? But you ain't doing no transactions. And you should bring an offering. You should bring an offering made by fire to Yahuwah for seven days. On the seventh day is another set-apart gathering. You do no servile work, but he wants you to do that bread. He wants you to bring that offering by fire, so there's going to be some cooking going on. Hopefully, I'm breaking this down in very easy-to-understand terms. Verse 9, and Yahuwah spoke to Masha, saying, Speak to the children of Yisrael, and you shall say to them, when you come into the land which I give you and shall reap its harvest, then you shall bring a sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest, and he shall wave the sheaf before Yahuwah for your acceptance. On the morrow, after the what? After the Shabbat, the priest waves it. Fam, we know that Yahuwah has given us accurate calendation here. He's saying, I want you to get ready on the 14th evening. I'm bringing you out in that night. The next day is the what? The Shabbat, which is also the first day of unleavened bread, of matzah. And then he says, on the morrow after the Shabbat, see the next, right? The next day after the Shabbat, he says, the priest waves it, and on that day, when you wave the sheep, you shall prepare a male lamb a year old, a perfect one as an ascendant offering to Yahuwah, and its grain offering, two-tenths of an ephah of fine flour with oil, and an offering made by fire to Yahuwah, a sweet fragrance, fragrance and its drink offering, one-fourth of a hen of wine. And you do not eat, or eat bread or roasted grain or fresh grain until the same day that you have brought an offering to your Allah, a law forever throughout your generations and all your dwellings. So he gave us the first fruits, which is the day after the Sabbath. If you go ahead and try to do all these things evening to evening to evening to evening, you're going to miss this calendation. You can't get it right. So this is so clear that I don't even know how much more clear I can make it. Is this helping anybody? 
because I'm about to wrap up. I don't went way too long. I didn't expect to go this long. I really didn't. I'm going to keep these scripture talks to 30 to, 4, 30 to 40 minutes max. But if this has helped anybody, y'all tell me. So my son, he listening. Lena, Kai, you understand this? See, an eight-year-old, they understand it. I'm going to start on the 14th, right, in the evening. Yahuwah gave me that. Now, I'm going to tell you another time so everybody knows where this evening to evening stuff came from, right? The evening to evening stuff came from two appointed times. That's where it came from, right? Thank you, somebody, for becoming part of the team. Somebody blessed us, it looks like. Yvette said it's clearer now. Thank you, somebody. Somebody became a, a, a member of what we're doing. Hey, I, I, I just, I just got to show y'all love, man. But I, hopefully this is breaking this down. Hey, Dr. David Price in the building. He did a great one. Uh, can you please post that link of the live you did today, Dr. David, in here? Because I'm going, I'm heavily promoting it. I'm probably going to post it. TSK said, clear as day. Clear as day. But see, if you forget Yahuwah, if you forget what he said back in, somebody, can somebody repost Barashit 114? We need to do that a couple more times before we leave. Somebody repost Barashit the way I put it. Genesis 1.14, if you forget the appointed times, as Yahuwah defined them and what keeps the appointed times, you're going to forget the calendar. And you're going to be now, you're going to end up getting a mark of the beast on you. Joe just said it. Yahuhanan 11.9 says there are 12 hours in a day, straight out of Yahusha's mouth, not 24. Not 24. Yahusha, why wouldn't Yahusha say, are there not 24 hours in a day? Yahushua, wouldn't he have said that, fam, in Yahuhana 11.9? Can somebody please post Barashit back in here? If y'all would be so kind for your brother, huh? Can somebody be so kind to help me with that? It would really, really make me feel good. Well, I'll try to go get it, but y'all know me. When I go get it, I got the computers flying everywhere. Uh-huh. This is deep, man. All right. And I'm way into it. I'll go get it if y'all, I'll go get it. If y'all, did somebody get it? I'm looking at the screen. I'm still waiting for it. Hey, I already posted it. Y'all just got to go back up through the threads and then copy it if you can and, and, and paste it. I won't let you copy it. Thank you, sis. I'll get it because I got it right here. Sis. I got it right here. Well, let me go back here. Let me go back. Here it goes. Because <laughs> I want it out of the true scriptures. That way everybody got a good, clean version. And y'all take a screenshot of it and write it down and go do and And I'm going to get this to y'all within the next week. Okay. I'm going to get this to y'all within the next week. I got to go in and add the Abari to it. All right. Thank you. I'm going I'm to put it in right here for y'all. There she. I'll put it back in here for y'all. That's why I'm taking my time on this. Because I'm tired of everybody getting fooled. I've been, hey, I, I didn't like, I got fooled for all those years. It don't feel good to get fooled. But then we got to go to humility and go, okay, I got to make some changes. I got to think right. 
right? Yahuwah gave me a sound mind. He gave me a sound mind. He gave me a sound mind. There it is. All right, y'all got it? I just gave it to you. TSK said, I like how you make things clear. That's right. That's why Yahuwah sent me to do this. That's why I had to go spend 30 years. That's why he took me out of commission for three and a half years, six to 10 hours a day. He says, stop, no more of this mess. He calls out different people over the years. Go back and look. And he'll say, I'm going to send this one for this one. This, I'm just working in what he's telling me to do in the gift. And I don't know who can argue with what I'm saying. Like all I'm doing is using scripture, slow it down, and go, that's the appointed times based upon the lights. He said, divide it. I didn't say it. You didn't say it. He said, we got to divide the light, the day and the night. And then he goes in and he just, and he tells us his appointed times. Now watch this. I'm going to go. I'm going to read. We already handled the first fruits. I might as well just read this. I'm in 15. I'm in Uroquois 2315. Now watch. On the morrow after the Shabbat. So now he's still back on. Remember, the Shabbat was on the 15th. So the 14th, starting in the evening, he wanted us to observe Pesach. Okay? He wanted us to observe Pesach. He tells the children, "Put your, get your clothes on and everything. Be ready. Okay? Because we're coming out of Matsuri at night. What we're going to do, we're going to eat, and we're going to break camp. And then when the sun comes up in the morning, that's the Shabbat. But it's also the first day of unleavened bread. So we're going to stop. You know they was partying that morning. I bet you they was exhausted and partying too. Going, we are out of Matsuri. So we're going to stop. We're going to observe the Feast of Unleavened Bread today. We're going to do that. But they also got to, but they also got to what? Rest. Because they probably was exhausted coming out there all night. So you know they was clapping and happy. And at the same time, people over probably knocked the heck out sleeping. Right? During the Sabbath day, because they've been traveling all night. So during the Sabbath day, they rested under the observation of Passah and at the same time observing the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Somebody bring some unleavened bread over here. You can see it right now. They're out there, the ladies were cooking and getting the unleavened bread together with the fire, and bam. Now it says the morrow after that is the first fruits. Then it gives us a reminder in verse 15, it's going to now tell us how to keep the Feast of Weeks, Shabbat. Some people say Pentecost. That's the Greek word, but we're going to say Shabbat. It says, from the morrow after that Sabbath, from the day that you brought the sheep of the wave offering, so it goes back up and reminds you, remember that sheep of wave offering? You shall count for yourselves seven complete Shabbats. Some people miss this. Until the morrow after the seventh Shabbat, you then count 50 days. Some people just stop at the 50 days. So, I mean, some people stop at the seventh Shabbat. He says, when you get to the, after the seventh Shabbat, you then count 50 days. 
And it's amazing you look at the calendar, how it works with the, with the, with the fruits and the vegetables and everything. Then you shall bring that new grain offering. So now he's talking about getting to the feast, the first, uh, the, the, the feast of weeks, the Shabbat. I'm going to skip down to 23 so everybody can see the second time the Yahuwah is wanting to deal with the evening, which is going to start happening in verse 26. But I'll start with 23, the Feast of Trumpets, right? All right. So this is Yom Turah. Yom Turah. So now, and Yahuwah, verse 23, spoke to Masha, saying, speak to the children of Israel, saying, everybody pay attention, in the seventh new moon, there he goes talking about the moon again. So if you don't watch the moon, how are you going to know how to keep these festivals? If you dog out and make fun of the new moon, tell me how you're going to step up to Yahuwah when he told you, here's how you're supposed to keep this time is based upon what I told you with this great light called the moon. Because he said, how are you going to know when the seventh new moon is? Well, you got to go back when he said in, in, in Shemut 12, 1 and 2, he tells us that this is going to be the beginning of the year. This will be the first new moon, which marks the first new month. Then we just watch a next new moon, another new moon, another new moon. We're paying attention to the new what? Moons. Because we knew the first new moon, Yahuwah said, this is the beginning of the year. Why would Yahuwah say that? And then he comes and says, hey, on the seventh new moon, well, if you didn't know the first new moon, how are you going to know the seventh new moon? How are you going to know it? You're going to have somebody come up from NASA. You're going to have a scientist. You're going to have a historian tell you this is how you're supposed to have to pick up this time. Or can you take your eyeballs and look up in the sky and pay attention? There were no smartphones back then. There were no satellites back then. It says, speak to the children of Israel, saying, in the seventh new moon, on the first day of the new moon, you have a rest, a remembrance of Teruah, a set-apart gathering, feast of trumpets. You do no serve our work, and you shall bring an offering made by fire to Yahuwah. I want you to cook and bring him an offering made by fire. Now, here's the second time only that Yahuwah is going to say, I want you to start this specific feast in the evening before the actual day. This is, I'm going to tell you to start it here. Now watch. Verse 26. Day of atonement, Yom Kippur. And Yahuwah spoke to Masha saying, on the 10th day of this seventh new moon is Yom Kippur. Which day? The 10th day. This is crystal clear. So Yahuwah, he I believe he said it this way, so he could, he could, number one, be clear to us, but we could use the word to correct, to train, to rebuke if we need to be, need to, anyone that would teach a different way. Because he says on the 10th day of the seventh new moon is Yom Kapar, that's Day of Atonement. It shall be a set-apart gathering for you, and you shall... Afflict your beings, not fast. A borrowing word there is not to fast. You should be deep remorseful, very humble, and you shall bring an offering made by fire to Yahuwah. And verse 28, 
and you do no servo, you do no work on that same day for this is no work at all. Right? For for you do no work, I should say no transaction at all. For it is a Yom Kippur to make atonement for you before Yahuwah your Alua. For any being who is not afflicted, doesn't go into deep remorse, on that same day, he shall be cut off from his people. And any being who does any work on that same day, that being I shall destroy from the midst of the people. So this is the most set apart day to Yahuwah. You do no work, a law forever throughout your generations in all your dwellings. Now watch what he says, fam. Verse 32 is what makes everybody go create all these doctrines. It is a Sabbath of rest to you. What is? Yom Kippur. Not the Sabbath. It is a Sabbath of rest for you. And you shall afflict your being. So he's attached it to Yom Kippur. Listen what he says next. On the ninth day of the new moon, starting at evening, from evening to evening, you observe your Sabbath. So now he's saying for this Sabbath, you observe this Sabbath from evening to evening. So now he's gave us his second call. He's now gave us the second time only that he wants us to do it from evening to evening. But we know evening to evening doesn't make up a day because he said on the 10th day is you do Yom Kippur. But he says, on the ninth day, is that two different numbers, fam? Tell me if everybody here heard two different numbers. I heard two different numbers. I heard nine and I heard 10. Did everybody else hear nine and 10? Do y'all want me to go read that little part again? I'll just paraphrase, not paraphrase. I'll go grab, I'll go grab, I'll grab verse 27. On the 10th day, of this seventh new moon is Yom Kippur. It shall be a set-apart gathering for you. Okay, he said it on this 10th day of the seventh new moon is Yom Kippur. Now go down to verse 32. It is a Sabbath rest for you, and you shall afflict your beings. So we know he's specifically talking about Yom Kippur. Then he says, on the ninth day of the new moon, there's the moon again, at evening, from evening to the next evening, you observe this Sabbath. I heard day nine, I heard day 10. Who heard it? Huh? Who heard day nine and 10? If you heard day nine and you heard day 10, you know that evening to evening cannot define a day. It's impossible. It's bad, 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 bad doctrine to teach that and it's causing confusion and we got to tear it down put that in the chat y'all know we've been tearing stuff down tear it down that is judaism from pharisee talmud teaching that's got people thinking that it's from evening to evening that a day is during the dark when yahuwah said divide the day he said, divide the day from the night. So happy new moon day. As I conclude this, hopefully this training has been, I know it's intense, number one. <laughs> I can't help it, man. I'm passionate about this. 
And I told you, I'm not arguing with nobody. How are you going to argue with this scripture anyway? So if somebody tries to argue with me about this, I'm just not going to participate. Because the scripture is so simple and clear, why am I going to get caught up in some arguments over this? I'm not going to do it. Don't y'all do it. Take them to word like Ali Yahu. That's Elijah. And then just take your cape, which is your word, brush it up on them, and just keep walking. And those that hear his voice, his sheep are going to hear his voice. There ain't no time, not one time, not one in scripture, you catch where they, where Yahusha started observing the Shabbat, the seventh day Shabbat, starting in the evening. There's not one time. Not one time. Nobody can find one time he did that. Didn't do it. All right. So what's the purpose of the, what is the purpose of the new moon? Well, the new moon gives us a chance. Number one, I'm going to finish this. It makes it, it makes it, this makes us to make sure that we are not deceived by man-made devices created to distract from the creator. So the new moon makes sure that we are detached from man-made devices. The new moon gives us a chance to reflect on the previous month's blessings. And right, the good news, the Bashur, it gives us an opportunity to reflect on the previous month's blessings and reflect on the things that we can work on to get better for the next new month. This is a great time to look forward to the upcoming month with hope, with faith, with optimism, new beginnings. It's a fresh month and more. This is a Shabbat, but you can cook. You can even go out and about in nature, but make sure you don't do any financial transactions, no buying or selling. So for example, don't be putting on gas in your car, buying food. Don't do any of that on the new moon. And I can give you scriptures and I'll teach on this more to prove to you that they didn't do no transactions. They were upset because they couldn't do no transactions in the scriptures. So the, the pagans, they were like fired up. Like, why can't we do no transactions? Also, this is a great day for family time. We're about building a family with Promote the Truth. You know, getting you to stop and take time and sit down, maybe watch a movie together, go to the park, right? Go out in nature, take a good walk together. So approximately every 30 days, a new month starts. And it is the new moon day that represents the beginning of that new month. We will be celebrating new moon day forever. Yeshayahu 6623. Let's see what it says. So I have a complete training here today. Yeshayahu, that's Isaiah. For those of you who are not aware, we're going to go to the last book in Yeshayahu. And we're going to go not only to the last book, but you know what? We're going to go to the next to the last verse, which is verse 23. And it shall be from new moon to new moon, and from Shabbat to Shabbat, that all flesh shall come to worship before me, declares Yahuwah. Oh, we're going to do this in eternity. Can y'all believe we're going to do this in eternity? So don't let no one fool you. Like most people twist Paul's words, Shaul's words. Don't let nobody fool you as to a new moon. 
That means don't let them fool you on some weird observances of it and don't let them fool you out of it. People go and twist that one. You get fooled out of it. Don't let nobody fool you out of the new moon. When here he says, we're going to do it forever. Yahuwah said, y'all going to come to worship before me from new moon to new moon, from Shabbat to Shabbat. Yahuwah said, we're going to do this forever. Hallelujah. And it's a good thing. It's a great thing to have a new moon day. I love it. My family loves it. After you've now seen and read about all, all the feasts and the Shabbats of Yahuwah, it is notably blatant to see that Satan has attempted to replace the feast days of Yahuwah, which are set-apart days, with pagan holidays such as Easter, Christmas, Halloween, birthdays, and more. All of these pagan days are designed to take attention and worship away from Yahuwah and his appointed times as he talked about in Barashit 114, Genesis 114. With that being said, we wish all of our Promote the Truth family and the family of Yahuwah and friends, love, and outpouring of blessings this upcoming month, the real ninth month of the year, of the real year. I love it. I appreciate spending this time with you. Uh, I want to close out by bringing to your attention, if you guys understand that it's important for us to get things straight, would y'all please do us a favor and go contribute over at tsnt.org. I'll, uh, I'll put that up so that you can see it on the screen. We are now translating. As y'all see me break this down, uh, I break it down where people can really understand it. Um, I'm going to put, actually, I got the wrong, the wrong thing up here. I'm going to put it up on the screen uh, where you can see this right here. We're in the middle of a seven-week campaign uh, to make sure that we get the real New Testament done. So, family, the way y'all just saw me break this down, I'm the primary translator on the translations. We got a great team of support that gets, gets me, helps me get access to resources. And I'm telling you, the way you just saw that broke down and that crystal clear, those true scriptures, when we put this book out, it's going to be that crystal clear. And a, a, a very vital part of this is what's happened with the Brit Hadash, the New Testament. Because it was, it, every version you see out there predominantly, even a lot of the new, the ones that came out in English that removed the names, the, the pagan names, it's a lot of influence of Greek philosophy and heavy on Judaism philosophy, which is Yahudim. And Yahuwah warned us about that type of philosophy over and over again. Hazum, chapter three, right? Yeah, yeah, he said, those that call themselves Yahudim, but are not, but are from the synagogue of Satan, right? Now, I didn't say that, but if you say you are Yahudim, but you don't confess that Yahushua has come in the flesh and that Yahuwah has raised him from the dead, then you are anti-Mashiach and your teachings are not credible. We don't give them credence. We don't hate. We don't talk trash. 
We let Yahuwah's word deal with that, and Yahuwah will be the judge. We just got to be discerning enough to go, no, 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 no. We can't have that type of translation in our scriptures, like that bad teaching that a, that a day is the night. We can't have that type of stuff. We got to get the real stuff. We got to tear it down. So if you contribute financially over at TSNT.org, right, and you're not conducting business, so somebody go, well, it's New Moon Day. Is that conducted? No. You're supporting Yahuwah's kingdom. You're not involved in engaging commerce and business. So if you do that, even now, TSNT.org, you are going to be responsible. You're going to be personally responsible for tearing down all these false teachings. Because I gave you a demonstration today. I went very methodically through how important certain subjects are. Now, in the King James, the New King James, the Amplified, the NIV, all these, and anyone that has an origin origination from the Greek, meaning they use the majority text, it's over 400,000 errors in there. And people say, well, probably most of them are no big deal. I say, all right, let's give it a 90% no big deal. Just some punctuation here and there, which I believe is true. I believe that around 90%, I'm going to give it 90%. It's probably just punctuation. But that would leave 10% or 40,000 errors in this case that are that people are putting their eternal lives on. So the scriptures that you're reading now, even at the best cases, if you get down to some of these ones that went ahead and translated, get rid of the names, there's a whole lot of Yahoo, like a, I should say, Pharisee, Pharisee, Talmud teaching in there, and Greek influence still in it. I've been reading them. And I tell you, I love that I've had access to it because it taught me how to get better with my tongue. But I said, I'm not going to stop there. And I didn't want to do the translation. I didn't want to. There's no way in the world I was in there going, man, I want to come out and translate the scriptures. You know how big of a project that is? I wish like all of y'all that somebody would just hand me something I could trust. And because we've we've studied to show ourselves approved, we've done the work, the time, the effort, the energy. We've taken so much smoke, you can't hardly believe it. We've taken a tax that y'all hardly anybody would be able to stand up under. And the only reason we can stand is Yahuwah himself is holding us. That's it. Satan wants me, wants my wife, my family dead. My child is a native-born Yahuwah. He's never had on his lips a pagan name. He was born into Yahuwah. We now have native-borns being born into Yahuwah. Now every year is happening. So we're creating the right generation. But I need y'all's help. We need your help. And you need that witness. So if you go over to TSNT.org, anything. We've got people that's giving $2. We've got people that's giving $2,500. It doesn't matter. Just go over there and say, I want to be a part of just tearing it down. And if you don't want, that's okay. We understand too. We're still going to put it out. You're going to see it in the world. And we're going to put it all over the world. And we're going to end up putting it in multiple languages. You'll see it come out in Spanish. The next language will be in Spanish first. My wife is Spanish, so we can easily move into that. And then we'll just start going out to all the different languages. And what you can say if you go contribute, you can literally look at people as you see it out there. We're going to advertise it everywhere. 
We're going to push it and promote it everywhere. You're going to literally be able to say, I helped contribute and bring that to life. To me, that's the bomb to be able to say that. And this good teaching, and I'm just going to keep teaching like this. Long got breath in my body. That's why I decided I'm going to come in pretty much on a daily basis, and I'm not going as long. I guess I had to set the foundation for scripture talk. I'm going to come in. Now, I'm going to give you about 30, 40 minutes of this heat coming out of translation. So either after we're done or maybe we're taking a break from doing it, we're just going to come out and go, look, y'all go check out this word. And y'all go on a journey with us. So when y'all go hit the subscribe button, you definitely want to make sure it's on YouTube and on Facebook. Put the bell, the notifications on always, because I'm going to promise you to always bring you some awesome heat in the, in the word like this. And if y'all love it, leave a comment. Y'all love it, leave a comment. I love y'all with all I got. I love y'all. And y'all asking about Enoch and all the different verses. Hey, listen, all the other books, they call, quote, lost books. We know not all of them are lost. We're going to scrub those. But we got to do it in progression. We're going to scrub them. Because there's a whole lot of, trans, there's some different translations that come out that I've already seen with my eyes and got errors in them. I've already seen it. It's part of my six to 10 hours a day. I actually own copies of some of them. So we're going to get through all those books. We got to do this thing step at a time. Right now, we're going to do the 66 books they got there. And then we're going to come back with a second edition. And any books that's been scrubbed good, we will add those. If, if Yahuwah sees that fit, we'll add them. But we got what we need right now for eternal life. Y'all know it and I know it. There's four foundational salvational points. And in the books we got right now, we got enough to be on point. We're not going to get in all these arguments. That's what everybody wants to do naturally, humanistic. Behavior is be in disagreement. That's why Yahushua said, if two of you or more agree on any one thing, it'll be established. So the whole game of Satan is to keep everybody divided and arguing. We don't argue with promote the truth. We don't do no arguing. We got great leadership standing up in the front lines going, no, no arguing. We're going to do this word. And we're going to do this word very simple and clear. We're going to let the found. We got to deal with the foundational stuff first. The very, very core foundational stuff. We got to deal with what? I, today, we can see that a whole bunch of people was having a hard time grasping and getting a hold of Bereshit 114. Now, last thing. If y'all want the most accurate calendar, that we know of in the world, I'm gonna put the link in the chat. I think my wife's already put it there. Now I'm gonna tell you why this calendar is so critical. I'm gonna tell you why the calendar, I'm gonna, like I'm putting it over in the chat now. I'm gonna tell you what this, I'm gonna tell you why this is the, the calendar of Yahuwah, we can confidently say. Why that calendar is so accurate and so on point, I, I believe, and maybe somebody can send us messages, but we've been doing this for years, family. Since 2007, I've been on this track. I figured it out, the calendar issue, that there was a major issue in 2008. Then we dialed it in. And it took us a while to dial it in. All right? That calendar puts every country in the world, on every continent, on the same time slot. 
the count, you just click on that. We tell you how we got to it, how we came to our conclusions, then go to the bottom and just print it out or go click on it. And we're working on the app. It's very expensive to put this app out. And the coder that firstly, the, our first coder was a company. They got in a big argument and somebody got the code over here and another piece here. So we're working to get that done. And we, we plan on having that done, trying to get it done around the same time the, the Brita Dodge comes out with the true scriptures around the spring. But that calendar puts everybody on the same. Now, if you look at other calendars out there, everybody got their big focus on their calendar. And I'm like, we're supposed to be together, not divided. How many of y'all agree that we should be working together in unison and figuring out ways to agree with one another as brothers and sisters in Yahuwah, letting the word teach us how to do that? All right. Australia is, is, is the first people that are going to see the day, the dawn. So Australia is the first people going to see dawn. Then it's going to work around the world. That calendar, so for example, on the Gregorian calendar, so we know that next Tuesday, this is New Moon's Day, New Moon Day, so we know that next Tuesday on the pagan Gregorian calendar with the pagan word Tuesday, we know that that's going to be the real Shabbat. With this calendar that we got here, it will be the Shabbat for the people in Australia and everybody else in the world will be on Tuesday. We don't know any other calendar that puts everybody on the same Shabbat. What else does that mean? That calendar puts everybody from Australia all the way around. It puts everybody on the same Passat, on the same Feast of Unleavened Bread, on the same Feast of First Fruits, on the same Shabbat, Feast of Weeks, on the same Feast of Trumpets, right? Yom Terah, on the same Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement, and on the same Sukkot, we believe this, we haven't seen it, but we can tell you confidently without looking anywhere else, that calendar that we've got here puts everybody on the same exact deal. There you go that calendar. So without arguing and fussing and complaining and fighting and, hey, is this, is this crook? Is that cranny? We done looked at all that. Everything that people could imagine, we done looked at. But we're always open to get feedback. But if you bring us a calendar and your calculation puts that person in Australia observing Sabbath on a quote Monday and then over here in America, we celebrate it on a Tuesday. That's a faulty calendar. That's a divided. Yahuwah wants us on the same spot. Could that, does that make sense to everybody? Y'all understand that reasoning? Does everybody understand that reasoning? That we should want to be all on the same period. That if I say Shabbat Shalom, my brother and my sister over in Australia, I know that they gonna get it before I get it because their son came up before my son come up, but we both will be on the same frame. If it's so they go next Tuesday, the people that follow that calendar in Australia, 
We're going to celebrate Shabbat on the same time frame. Now go look at other calendars. And you're going to see it's going to have some people on Tuesday. Some, man, we've even been in the USA. That's what got us all conflicted. We're going to know something ain't right. And we went and studied it and we figured it out. We got it nailed down. Because even in the USA, two times a year, half the country would be on different days on Shabbat. And so that's enough of that. That's where we're coming from. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I'll be back here tomorrow with a scripture talk at any time. Put that bell on always. So I'll go 30. I promise y'all, I'm not going more than 40 minutes because, man, we can go all day, right? I love y'all. Please go over to TSNT.org. Just go over there and contribute. Y'all can help us expedite this thing. We're going to be very good stewards with that money. Y'all going to see more and more things happening, more and more word getting out there. You will be responsible for helping to do it. I love you with all my heart. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Happy New Moon Day, by the way. Only promote the truth.